everybody, and welcome back to this week's episode of the pre-production meeting. I am your co-host, Josh Urquhart. And I'm your charismatic co-host, Daniel. <laughs> wow, that was so charismatic. Daniel, how are you this week, my friend? I'm swell. How are you, Josh? I'm doing all right. Much better than last week. I'm, I, I, I came into this podcast a bit stressed out. Um, have you been uh, putting your thoughts on leaves? I have. I have. I have. I've been, um, you know, just uh, trying to meditate as much as possible. But still, it's uh, it's quite hard to find the time, even though I only am meditating for only like five minutes at a time. But it's still, it's still hard to keep like, just like anything, to get a consistent kind of, you know, thing going but there was i have made moves this week which has increased and you know the positivity in my head um in towards um the film coming up so i'm a bit less stressed but um we'll get into the progress and um i'll tell you what stuff i've implemented but how have you been this week otherwise my friend what stuff have you been up to what's been happening in the life of mr Gogola? uh i've been really good um do you, are we doing progress update now or not yet Okay. In a bit. So just yeah. talk about myself. Talk about yourself, mate. I want to know everything. Yeah, no, I'm I'm really good. We just had Easter, so yes. spent the weekend with the family. That was really yeah. fun. It's always I really enjoy family time. Just you know, of course, kicking back. We always have um you know family lunches on the Saturday. Did the it was same. Yep. My dad's side, and then Sunday my mum's side. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and it was just really good to you know see all my cousins and my aunties and uncles and everything. And of course. Yeah. Do you find it hard to switch off your filmmaking brain? Or has that never really been a problem for you? Funny you mention that because normally at these um, family events, my dad would do all the videoing, the family members right. and everything. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. He's, uh, he's passed it down to me now. He's really? asked me to start filming these events. Really? Um, yeah, and it was interesting because, you know, at my nonna's on the weekend, I was filming and I I was really enjoying it, just filming everyone. And I was yeah. like, I almost started to get into that filmmaking <laughs> mindset. Like I was just <laughs> filming everyone, enjoying lunch. And I was yeah. like, I want to create that feeling where someone who's watching this feels like they're there. Mm. So I wanted to just capture all those little moments of, of people course. interacting and things. That's so, so good. Yeah, well, I was the, just really enjoying it. Do you it. then just, what, do you put it all together and then show them at the next like family gather or something? Yeah, yeah. It's just like the last one I did for the last event, whatever it was, I just... Mm. Because you just go around and you film little bits and pieces and then just put it together in like one sort of montage. Kind yeah, of, thing. of course, of just, course. I would either put that, you know, on YouTube unlisted and then share that around or do whatever. But That's so good. Do you have a big family? Um, It's not super big. Like, because I'm Italian and Brazilian, but... And Brazilian? My, yeah. Fuck. And okay. my, my grandmother on my mum's side, mm. so my mum is Brazilian, my dad's okay. Italian. Cool. Um, my grandmother on my mum's side is one, she was one of 11, I think. So okay. she had a big family, but a lot of my mum's cousins live overseas. Right. So I don't really see them much. Okay. So, but my actual family, like my cousins and aunties and uncles, isn't that big. Sure. Um, but yeah, it's good. Like, you know, we're all very close. It's, mm. it's great. Yeah. That's awesome. I, 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 um, I did a similar thing, but it's usually, I only do those things on like family holidays. Like say, I think... You know, when my family used to go away, um, at the end of the year, like, I used to do, like, say, okay, we went to Noosa or something like that. I would, like, film, like, a, one of those cinematic, like, travel videos and then edit it as yeah. the holiday goes on whilst everybody's in their downtime. And then at the very end of the holiday, have, like, a premiere where I put it on the TV and show everybody how it's going. And that's, that's on my, that, that, all of those videos are still on, like, my... Um, my YouTube channel now that I had back in the day, which was actually It's a Film, which is where the name for my production company came from. Um, so if you guys are listening and you want to see all my uh, f- 
couple first films that are I ever made. They're on the It's a Film YouTube channel. <laughs> it yeah. was originally superhero fan films, but uh, the name got changed. Um, but yeah, no, I feel you. I, that's 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 funny. I feel like um, everybody in this industry, you know, I, I are you referred as the film guy in the family or yeah, to yeah, or to your friends as well? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have a few other mates who are in the industry as well. Yeah. Um, but yeah. I'm, I'm the film guy to all my friends and throughout school as well being known you know everybody has their thing and even now um people that I haven't spoken to in a while know that i'm doing film but no that's interesting man that's good that's good that's, that you've had a good week and a good easter yeah. um but let's get into it was actually actually i just want to mention it was really good having austin back uh last week for that one episode for, yeah. for the one episode and now back. and now is <laughs> con- and now is gone again but hey we wish him well yeah. um he's never coming back again we <laughs> fucking hate him um but you know what we wish him well in his future endeavors yeah good luck austin good luck austin um no he'll be back in a couple of weeks but um he's doing well he's doing well it's good to hear that he's back on track and getting everything sorted and um you know i'm in this discord group with him and all the animators um, and they seem to be getting a lot done. Like I think they have a call every like two weeks and stuff like that. My phone is consistently blowing up. Um, but he feels me in and he's doing well and um, can't wait till he's back on. And, you know. So what do you kind of do in that Discord chat? Do you need to be there? Not. I don't really do. I I just there because I check it time to time. But I let Austin fill me in on it. Like yeah. with the producers stuff. I mean, it's a bit different because it's like an animated film. But all the producers shit happens before. Yeah. You know, it's what's all about you know getting ready for set day if it's real life or in this turn animation in my role is kind of bringing everybody together making sure he has the right team on board to you know do what he needs to do like i went to jmc with him to pitch it to david and the head of animation to get those people on board and now that they're on board you know he's the director so he's he's looking over making sure everybody's doing their thing i'm still checking in on him here and there which is really all i can do until you know, I don't know, distribution comes along and then we, we kind of go from there really. But um, it's up to him. Uh, he's running wild with it. He seems to be on top of everything. And uh, you know what my role is, especially for him, especially because it's his first time doing this, is to kick him in the ass when he needs it. Mm-hmm. And that not in a bad way, but in, in more like in a way of like, get your head in the game because yeah. sometimes it's easy to fall out man fall out of love with this here and there or just like get sidetracked and you got to get your head back on back on straight and um you know he's doing well so it's good that he's taking time out and um doing what he needs to do and um being creative and i'm sure when he comes back on in the next couple of weeks you have a lot to tell us mm-hmm. let's get on to the first uh segment my friend the wrap-up of the week now my friend what have you been watching this week what are your recommendations so, Have you been to the cinemas? I haven't. I was going to watch Super Mario the other night, but mm-hmm. I was a little bit unwell, so I didn't end up going. Oh, really? But I'll probably check it out next week. Have yeah. you seen it yet? I have. Is it any good? I'm about to... I'll, okay, I'll, I'll get wait. to that. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I watched a couple films on my own accord. I watched a film, a Spanish film recommended to me right. by a friend called The Skin I Live In. That's his name? No, no, oh, no, no that's, that's the movie's <laughs> name. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sorry. Yeah, um, it's directed by Pedro Almodovar. Right, who okay. is actually one of Tarantino's favourite directors. There's a video right. of him saying that he like looks up to him. Yeah, right. Um, very good film. It's got like probably one of the best plot twists that I've ever seen. Really? Yeah. How old is it? Um, I think it was like 2011 it came out. Okay. Yeah. Um, it's pretty... I won't go into too much detail because it's quite heavy on the themes. Um, yeah, it's very good. I def- That's good. definitely recommend checking that one out. What's it about, Bob? 
Um, so it. yeah, without going into too much detail or spoiling, it's sure. just it's about a woman that's held captive by a man who is a surgeon mm. and he specializes in skin treatment. Mm. Like he's trying to create better skin in terms of like more durable, more like it's resistant to mosquitoes and things like that. Okay. Um, and he's trying to get funding for it, but then the the mayor is like, you know, there's no sure. future in this kind of thing. And um, was that on Netflix? No, I had to pirate it actually because I couldn't. Ooh. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Might have to. <laughs> it might have to blow that okay, out, listen, baby. <laughs> listen, I tried to find it. Le- <laughs> Let me justify. So let's. You saw this absolutely legally, one hundred percent. I watched this legally. Yeah, uh, legally. <laughs> <laughs> you well, literally just outed yourself. All there. I'm gonna say is, if I could find it legitimately, I hundred percent would have watched yeah. it. But it was not yeah. available. Anyway. Yeah. So you stole. Would you steal a car? <laughs> no. <laughs> Oh gosh! But yeah, no, definitely would recommend that. Yeah. Um, it goes into more other. Th- it's one of those films that sort of jumps around time period wise, and but yeah, it's it's very good. That's good. So I watched that, um, and then I watched Barbarian. Have you seen that one? Uh, no, but I've been meaning to. It was like rated the best horror movie of last year or something. Yeah, so it was very good until the ending. It's one of those films oh, where each that's like Malignant. Have you seen Malignant Not by James Wan? I'm gonna watch it. It's a very point. good movie until the end. Yeah, yeah. It's hard with horror because it is. so much of what what makes horror good is the suspense. So you, yep. you're building up these characters and you're not showing too much of them, and that makes it interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, and then a lot of the time they finally reveal the creature at the end and it's this big blob of CGI and you're like scared anymore. Yeah, I got you. But this, what I did like about this movie is each act introduces a new character and follows them and then they it sort of ties them together. Yeah, right, okay. You know, so very mild spoilers, but the film is about, um, it starts with these two characters that go to an Airbnb. Mm -hmm. Every fucking horror film. Yeah. They're going to a fucking cabin or an Airbnb or something like that. Yeah. So um, this this girl goes to an Airbnb and then realizes another person's booked it out that night. Okay. But she has nowhere else to go, so she stays there. That's like us when we come in here for the fucking podcast each week. We come in and bam, somebody's apparently booked it out. Yeah, literally. Then we have to wrestle them and we're here now. Exactly right. Um, (laughs) So... They en- she ends up staying there and then she thinks this guy is suspicious, but sure. he ends up actually being okay. Sorry, spoilers. Yeah. Um, and then they discover that there's um, all these rooms underneath the house okay. where some unholy activities have occurred. Okay. Um, what are we talking then, about? Well, you can... <laughs> they find like cages and like a, a, ooh, a room ooh. with a bed and a camera. Ah, like, so uh, you can sort of, yeah, right. Okay. Yeah, and like a, a bloody handprint on the wall and stuff. Mm. Um, <laughs> That's given like um don't breathe vibes a little bit yeah mate that was fucked that was a good movie though yeah it was very very well made yeah so um and then it sort of ends on a cliffhanger that first act and then the second act sure. just follows another character and then he ends up at that same house okay and then you know ties oh. them together and then is the it doing it from different points of view. A little bit. Okay. Like he reacts to the house differently than yeah. the first. I love those movies. Yeah, I love those movies that give those different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. so funny, right? Because, okay, I'm just going to sort of more or less spoil it. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. But like the, the girl, when she finds, you know, the underground room, she's terrified. Like she sees this room with like a bed and the handprint. On the yeah. Stuff. She's like, we got to get out of here. Yeah, like yeah, she's yeah. freaking out. And then the second guy, when he finds it, he's like, 
oh hell yeah like he start, he pulls out a measuring tape and starts measuring because oh he wants to sell the house sure, get, sure, he sure. needs to make money that's sure. his whole story yeah yep, yep, and he's yep. just like he's just like pushing the better side and stuff yeah like, right it's so funny how they just play on like different perspectives 100 percent. those are the best kinds of films i find myself really drawn to those and enjoying those more or less than yeah yeah and then the third act is another character and how they tie into it but, yeah um yeah the ending was just a little bit goofy in the way some horror movies are sure so it didn't leave me with the best taste in my mouth but yeah. it was still an enjoyable film i still liked it i want you to watch malignant you really yeah, appreciate that i just didn't like the last 10 minute dude it was like the best horror film i've ever seen really up until the fucking ending which <gasps> so just it, it was so hey? disappointing man yeah. i was on such a high riding it through i'm like fuck this is awesome james yeah. white hit it out of the park it's so technically amazing and yeah. just beautiful and then the fucking thing at the end it's like it turned into the bowl of the beautiful for like uh, 10 minutes. And I'm like, what is this shit? Anyways, yeah. you got to watch it and make your own opinion on it. Yeah. What else have you seen? Um, other than that, I think that's the only movies I watched. I watched two episodes of that show beef. Oh dude. Yeah. So did, um, I listened, do you know the weekly planet, the podcasting? I've heard of it. It's like film and TV. And yeah, okay. he said he watched the first two episodes of beef as well. Yeah, okay. And he thought it was magnificent and I dark. It was all right. It's not that dark. It's not. It was, it was all right. It mm. wasn't anything. Cause it was a 24 and Stephen Yun and Stephen Yun, Ali yeah. Wong are in it. So I was like, Oh, I'll give this a go. Have you seen invincible? The, yes. the animator was oh, Stephen yeah, Young. I love it. Oh, yeah. That insane. is great. Season yeah. two is coming out. Soon. It is. Yeah. 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 Stephen Young's a great actor. Yeah, he, he is, is for sure. What 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 what's it about? Even like, give us a brief pitch. Um, it's about this this guy. <laughs> Isn't that something to do with road rage? Yeah, yeah. So like, it's just about this guy who's having like a rough day time, or like a he's he's got a bit of a rough life. Like he lives with his brother, and yeah. he's sort of like not making enough money to sure. make ends meet and sure, stuff. Sure, and sure. then um, this person cuts him off in traffic. Oh wait, oh. no, it actually starts. He's at like a um like a Home Depot kind of place, like like Bunnings. Yeah. And um, he's buying like, what do you call it? Supplies. Like those, um, like cooker things. Slow cooker. Yeah, like something like sure, that. Sure, right. This is the dark part because you find okay. out later that he's trying to like kill himself. He's Ooh. trying to like, he's trying to put them on in a room and like breathe it in. Sure. Um, you don't know that at this point though, but you can okay. sort of guess. Yep, yep, yep. Um, anyway, he's like trying to return those. Um, and then he comes outside and like, as he's pulling out this lady, oh, spoiler kind of person, <laughs> this person, not really a spoiler, this person cuts him off and yeah. he gets pissed because he's just not having a good day. Yeah. And then he follows them and like, they have a whole car chase. Fuck, that reminds me of the one with Russell Crowe. Have you seen yeah, that movie? I really like what, that. I like that too. What was yeah. that called? Um, oh, I can't what remember. What is that called? It's like Fuck. one word, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I can't oh, even remember yeah, that. Okay, that Russell Crowe Road Rage movie. Yeah, yeah that, that was, was well made. It's kind of like that. Okay. Um, but yeah, um, he's trying to like chase this person down and then they end up getting away. And then you find out that it's a woman who lives like a pretty lavish lifestyle. Um, ah, complete contrast. I yeah, see. yeah, yeah. And yeah, her husband, right. like she's very like stressed person, but her husband's into like meditation and stuff. Mm. It's like, you know, all that contrast. And then he, uh, Stephen Young ends up finding out where she lives and then like, Follows. It goes to a house and like um, pisses on her carpet. How the fuck is and this going to go for a season? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> what? She like tries to get revenge on him by like finding out where he lives. Because <laughs> apparently you can just 
if you have someone's number plate, you can Google it and for $70 find out where they live. Really? That's what happens in the show, yeah. Really? Okay, I wonder enough. if that's a thing in real I life. I don't I've know. Never tried that. Let's never tried try to. and find out I'll after put your this. Number plate in Let's put Jay's it. number plate in because he <laughs> won't fucking respond to <laughs> me. You know man. where I've you live. contacted him on every social media, his text, everything. <laughs> Jay, and he's listening? just still... He's bro, not. he looked at the group chat, we but he has an open mind. Yeah, he's probably working today. Just be like, Fucking hell. Anyway, sorry, continue. Um, yeah, so that's kind of where I'm at so far. They're just trying cool. to like get each other. And I, I don't know how the rest of the season's gonna play out. But it was just Sometimes like, that's the best, man. Yeah. It was mm. enjoyable, but it wasn't anything groundbreaking. Fair know? enough. Yeah. What would you rate those movies out of ten? We'll start with what? Barbarian? Um Barbarian out of ten. Or five. Okay, out of five. <laughs> maybe a three out of five. Okay, cool. Yeah. Uh, fair. And then Skin I Live In, probably like a four. Cool. Maybe even a four and a half. It was very okay. good. Okay. Um, and then um, Beef, maybe out of five, probably like a three. As well. So far? Yeah. Brilliant, man. Yeah. Good stuff. What about you? Oof. Okay, I've seen quite a bit. All right. Um, let's start with the like decent one. Uh, sorry, not decent one. The Probably the worst out of them. I saw Murder Mystery 2. <laughs> yeah. Fuck, that was shit. <laughs> <laughs> like, man, I don't know what... Sometimes like I agree with Austin, but like some of his takes are just like... Out of this fucking world. Like to be fair, so is mine. But like, like, come on, man. I think he gave this film like a three and a half or something. Yeah. And even that is a bit audacious for me. Yeah, right. I'm like, I think I gave it like a two or something. But yeah. I, the thing about Austin is he's like, oh, <laughs> bro, his review was so funny. He's like, oh, I love these magnificent locations. <laughs> All fucking blue screen. How can he not fucking tell? He's like, wow, I'm just blown away by these locations. I'm like, bro, they're all fake. They're all uh, fake. I'm like, fuck me. I love him. I love you, Austin. Just don't come back on this podcast. I'm joking. Welcome back. Anytime you want. Um, no, that was all right. I was just, oh man, I watched the first one ages ago. I honestly couldn't remember for the life of me what it was about. Um, but, you know, it was all right, I guess. Nothing special. It was like the worst kind of murder mystery whodunit thing. But, like, it just wasn't good. It felt very cheap. Is it better or worse than the first one? Which I worse. Seen. Okay. Worse. Um, and I don't even remember the first one that well, but I remember somewhat enjoying it. Mm-hmm. This one was just, like, pure fucking terrible CGI and just, like, a shitty story. And you can tell... All of Adam Sandler and Jennifer Aniston's lines are like improvised as well. And that works, I think, in sections. But when the whole movie's like that, it's like a bit of a kind of piss take, to be fair. And it's like, it's like they've kind of cheaply done it. They're not really taking it seriously. And for a Netflix film, like, it's pretty disappointing. Mm. But, anyways, that's my take on it. Netflix films are usually excellent. They're usually somewhat good, right? And this one just uh, was a bit of a miss. But, that's right. Hopefully they make it back with the extraction too, which is coming out soon. Um, anyways, I then watched, um, my girlfriend made me watch, not made me watch. We, we both came to the conclusion. She doesn't listen to this anyway, but, um, we both were decided on to all the boys I loved before. Yes. And seen that she had, she said it was fun. Um, and I liked it. I thought it was great. Um, cheesy at points. It's there was, cute. It's, it's cute, fun right? Watch, it's yeah. fun to watch some of the, f- Oh, dude, I picked up on this one scene and I have to like shut myself up sometimes. I'm just like, there was a frame in it where they framed it so fucking terribly. It was just like a flat front on two shot, right? It was like two characters in the scene, but like one of them's in like 
the the kind of like on the uh, cut it into thirds, right? Brought like on that uh, line between the first and the second third, yeah. and then you'd think the other one's going to be on the line here. The other one's all the way over I here. I think I remember seeing that, and I'm yeah, like, where is the care? Yeah, where like, bro, you have to be behind the camera going, this does not look good. Yeah. Anyways, but overall, good movie, cute. I liked it. You know what? It it um. It still has the same normal tropes as every normal rom-com, but it did do stuff different, which I appreciated. You know, it had its own original story and concept and give it a watch if you want. I think I gave that a three and a half. I was going to bring that up before because (laughs) at one point, don't Mm. ask why, I went on a Noah Centennial binge. Sure, (laughs) man. As you do. I don't know why. You love him. Is he he your man crush? Yeah. Fair enough. (laughs) There's something about the guy, I don't know. He's just... He's charismatic. He's Fair like, enough. I enjoy And he's good looking as well. Yeah. Can't Fair enough, that. mate. Yeah. Um, and there's this movie called Swiped. Seen it. <laughs> How bad it's is It's terrible. What did I, I give it? Let me see what I rated it. I think I rated it like a half a star or something. But I told one of my mates to watch it and he was messaging me like that was the worst thing I've ever watched. And then the next day he's like, I can't stop thinking about it. Um, I don't oh, know how. No, sorry. I'm thinking of the other one that he did. The prom one? Yeah, uh, he did a really shit one. Oh, the perfect date. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I gave that a one out of yeah, five. Yeah, that was bad too. Yeah, but, um, swiped is even worse. It oh, literally feels fuck. like a student film. I don't know how they got him to be in that. Maybe that was like one of his first. Ma- it's got to be, mate. Is he? I think the all to all the boys kind of blew him up. Yeah. Now he's doing what he did that Netflix show. Yeah. What? What, what was in Black that? Adam? He's in Black Adam. He's doing well. But the funny thing is that he's the best thing in Swiped because everything is so bad and then he's in a couple of scenes because he's actually somewhat he's charismatic. Good. He's yeah. good at acting. He's like, yeah. He really stands out. Yeah, 100%. So, which is like pretty interesting. You and your Noah Santiano binges. Yeah, I'm going to get a poster of him in my room. Yeah, I'm clipping that up. That's yeah. gone straight on the Instagram. <laughs> Done. <laughs> <laughs> look, man, fair enough. I, look, I'm like that with Zac Efron. Yeah. B- before he did the thing with his jaw where he broke it and now oh. he just looks like a fucking... Do you like think that's... Quagsmire. Quagsmire from Family Guy? I don't know. Do you do you think... Because he said it wasn't surgery, but some people... He, what did he say it was? I think he... Yeah, he said he broke his jaw. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Sorry, yeah, surgery yeah. to like fix his jaw, not like plastic surgery. Right, okay. You like don't think that. he got any work? Nah, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. It's possible. Who knows? Who knows? Whatever. Um, but yeah. So what else did I say? I then made my way through all the John Wicks thinking that I was going to watch John Wick last night. You watched a lot. I did. I watched one, two, and three. Um, and I really liked it. Um, I I think we can agree, we agreed on this in the chat, but Keanu Reeves is a terrible actor. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. I fucking love the guy. Nicest guy ever. Fantastic at action. But he can't deliver a line to yeah. save his fucking ass, man. And like, that's not what you go into the films for, right? Yeah. Just like you don't go into Godzilla thinking you're going to watch the humans, right? Like, you're there yeah. to watch the actions, not how he's going to deliver a line. But fuck me, man. Put some expression in it. Like, yeah. he's just, like, he's deadpan. I know he's not supposed to show much emotion, but it's just robotic as fuck. I think they realise that in the fourth one because he talks a lot less. Really? Yeah. Oh, less. He says like okay. one or two words. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, I've yeah, I've heard he doesn't really say much. In Someone's like, like uh, you're going to kill that guy? And he's like, yeah. And yeah. That was <laughs> yeah. a perfect fucking like, uh, what's it called? Impression. Impression Thank of you. John Wick. Um, but yeah, no, I watched all the three. The first one I gave three and a half. The two and three I gave for both four and a half. Okay. I think they're pretty equal. Four and I half is pretty high. I really love the world building yeah. and I really love the spin-offs that they're going to do, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. I love the 
um, the continent. I think it's a fantastic idea for a TV show, yeah. um, especially setting it back into the 1970s or whatever mm. they're doing. And oh, I didn't a- know that. Okay. And then Anna Diarmas yeah, yeah. uh, for Ballerina, which I can only assume is going to be a part of that storyline, yeah, like in the third yeah, where I they go to they the that. director and she's there with the ballerinas. I thought she was going to show up, but she didn't. Mm. Um, yeah. But yeah, I was going to go and see number four last night and me and my girlfriend went to go to the theatres. Well, we went to go get dinner first and it's pretty late the movie was going to be at 9 20 and i have a rule i don't start movies after 10 o'clock because yeah. i usually just fall asleep i didn't know that the movie was three hours long yeah right so i'm like if we like see it at 9 20 we ain't finishing until like after midnight so i'm like let's just do it another night and she falls asleep in every movie that we watch except for two or the boys i love before um but I, we, I was Noah, just like, Noah keeps her up. Noah keeps her up. Fair enough. He keeps me up as well. Um, <laughs> anyways. Um, <laughs> That's getting clipped. <laughs> Fuck it up. Bloody Noah Santiano is getting all the praise on this yeah. podcast. He's got to be in the title somewhere. Um, but yeah. That's no. what the title should be. Just what? Noah, Noah Santiano. <laughs> How do you say it? Is it Centennial? Centiano. Okay, yeah. Okay. I think so. I don't yeah. know. Um, but yeah, that was really good. Um, all the John Wicks I really thoroughly enjoyed. Terrible actor, but yeah. I then went and saw Super Mario Bros. And I got to say, man, I fucking love it. Was it Super? I. It was Superman. And Superman. it... It was Super Mario. <laughs> 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 it, was, it was fucking awesome. And... Um, you know, uh, I, I think that for Rotten Tomatoes, right, the critic score is 100% right. And I think the audience score is 100% right. Critics gave it like 49% and audience gave it 97%. Oh. As a movie, it's shit, right? As a piece of entertainment, fan-fucking-tastic. Really? It hits all those nostalgia uh, keys and chords inside of you. And uh. I don't know if you grew up playing the Super Mario games, but it literally brought me back to, you know, when I was a kid playing on my Wii with my brother, you know, Mario and Luigi, brother. It's all about brothers and stuff like that. And it brought me back to when me and James, my brother, used to, you know, play and how long we would spend like taking turns to try and get past these levels in the Super Mario on the Wii and yeah. all the Mario Kart and stuff like that. And um, it was really, really fun. The soundtrack was fantastic. I've heard my, I've heard differing views because people are like, oh, they have so much Nintendo soundtracks to play off, but they instead play these popular pop songs and whatever. I personally love the selection of songs that they do. Like it's your normal like... um. The, the you know you get you know like all those like famous songs that you hear in movies and they do it so good like Mr. Brightside that's what I was um <laughs> so is that what it's called what the Mr. killer's Mr. Brightside yeah, yeah 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 but like it's just so fun man and the people um you haven't seen it right no people were so worried about Chris Pratt being Mario. Yeah. Fantastic. They come up with a really creative way to explain why he's not Italian oh, really? um, throughout the movie, why oh. he doesn't have an Italian accent. Sorry. Do you want to um, hear my Mario impression? No. Um, anyways, no, I'm joking. Sure, go. <laughs> oh, no. This is kind of embarrassing. You, know when you Mar- set yourself up for this, brother. <laughs> <laughs> this will be quick. You know when Mario dies? Yeah. He goes, <laughs> 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 
Mushroom kingdom. Oh, shit. Maybe they should have got you. Wait, what, what are some other words that he says? It's a me, Mario. Oh, okay, that was a bit. Not, not that sounded like Princess Peach saying that, brother. Yeah. <laughs> How are the rest of the voice actors? Um, Seth um, Rogen, Donkey Kong? Oh, dude, yeah. I didn't even. You don't know it's Seth Rogen until he does the laugh. Yeah, okay. And he does <laughs> the laugh. Yeah, that laugh. Yeah, the <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, and Anya Taylor Joy, right? I have one thing to kind of pick a bone with her as Peach, right? She pronunciates every single fucking word and syllable, and it annoys the fuck out of me. Oh wait, is it Anya Taylor Joy? Yeah. Oh, I thought it was Liz Banks for some. No, reason. no, no, no. It's um, okay. it's Anya Taylor Joy. But like, yeah, okay. the way that she pronounces her words annoys me because she has to like, she does everything like does uh. not miss a letter right and she does that ever and it fucking annoys me just like talk normally yeah, yeah. right it's just like talk normally yeah fucking talk normally bro like this exactly like <laughs> put on the fucking accent oh you cuz um no oh you fucking mario bro jump on the fucking flag and mario, you're like, hey, oh, nah, mario cuz you want to come with me on adventure i said mushroom kingdom brother Oh, fuck me. Anyways. Um, but yeah, that, that kind of annoyed me. But she's all right. Um, Charlie Day. I love Charlie Day. Yeah. He's Luigi. Yeah. Um, Jack Black is Bowser. Um, I'm not convinced. Right. Um, I'm not the biggest fan. Um, but, you know, it worked, I guess, yeah. for what they were trying to do. Um, don't go into it thinking that this is anything but a kid's movie because it is literally the target audience is for about fucking five to 10 year olds, right? The story is fucking shocking. <laughs> um, but the nostalgia and the way they integrate, you know, little, um, literally I was like, they hit the, the chords of your childhood with like visually and uh, through audio as well, like through the little like, um, I won't spoil it, but like, I don't know, like sound effects from, you know, when you get the star in Mario Kart, the, the, da, 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 oh, fucking, I can't do it. But you, you know, yeah, the, the yeah, sound, yeah. the song that plays when you get the star, like yeah. they, they're just really clever with how they do certain things to hit those chords. And that's I think cool. that's what makes this movie work. So there's definitely attention to detail there. It's oh brother, hundred percent. There's so many Easter eggs. And so they don't utilize every um, character and right. they leave room to for other projects like yep. this isn't really spoiling it but like wario and waluigi oh, yeah. they're not in there and okay. stuff like that um it's like you know that there's two after credit scenes right. um like the yeah i know they're, they're setting. The but it, it's it's um it's this is where we're at Josh. i know bro we i know two, two post credit scenes for, for super, super mario, mario. i know i know right it's just because it's the done thing now everybody just expects yeah. there to be fucking thanks marvel that's the thing people wait as well I know. A lot of the time, it's just in random. I know, instances. I know. It's funny now, and nobody leaves the cinema. Like, I mean, there Which are people that nice, leave. nice, but they're only doing it for the... Yeah, for the teaser. It's, yeah. it's what the fucking I hate about this industry. It's always like, what, what's next? Yeah, they can yeah. never be in the fucking present. True, 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 true. Um, but no, I... I um, oh, there was something else I was going to mention about it. Um, oh, it's the biggest... Um, it's going to be the biggest animated film of all time. I heard that. Yeah, it had the biggest opening. For like, I an guess it makes sense thing. when you think about how big Mario is. Oh, bro, hundred It's gonna hit over a billion for sure. You reckon? Oh yeah, for sure, mate. It's already on track too. Um, yeah, I think Sonic was it. It beat video game adaptation, beat Sonic um, already in the box office or something like that, and it's gonna become the the biggest animated film of all time, which rightfully so, man. And um, they're just gonna crank out 
sequels and rinse the fuck out of it to get the most cash that they can, mm-hmm. um, which they have endless stories to tell with this kind of universe. It's now um, the MCU, the Mario Cinematic Universe. So um, go watch it, man. I gave it a four out of five. Um, really? Yeah, it just, it, it hit. Even though the story wasn't yeah. great? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it bro- if, if it a film man to. makes an emotional connection with me, fuck the story. Like, it's that feeling that it's made okay. me feel, you know. I, um, I usually find that those go hand in hand, though. Sure, sure. But I knew this film. Okay, for what it was and what it was trying to do, it did great. Okay. You know, if it was, if I knew it was targeted for my age and the story was still shit, then sure. But yeah, I knew okay. the story wasn't for my age. Yeah, okay. So you put yourself in those shoes and, um, yeah. What's better, um, Super Mario Brothers or the Emoji Movie? Um. Yeah, the emoji movie by a thousand. I I gotta say, man, that that was a cinematic masterpiece in history that will never be beaten. I rank it above La La Land. Where do we go from here? I don't know. Um, but yes, go say it. Uh, it's fantastic. Don't judge Chris Pratt's voice until you go watch the movie. And um, it's a lot of fun. Go see it with your kids if you have it. Check so it out, folks. Check it out, folks. Um, but yes, this brings us to the next segment of this podcast, The Progress. And Dan, what have you got for me this week? Okay, so it's going to sound like I haven't progressed. It's all right, but bro. I promise you I have. Okay. Because what I'm doing right now is just a lot of <laughs> development. and it's That's what happens, brother. you got to sit and think a lot and you know, write little bits and then think how things are going to work. So it's like, for example, I know last week I said, you know, I started writing a beat sheet, mm-hmm. but I've fleshed it out more That's now. good. It's about four pages long now, so. Fuck me. It's about an act per page. Awesome. Kind of thing. Um, are you following any kind of structure or not yet? Not yet. I'm just sort of writing, writing like the down. events, yeah. how I cool. see them and then putting, you know, a dot dot point for each sort of event as it happens. That's good. Like rearranging things. And mm-hmm. it's really good just seeing how it all plays out and you can mm-hmm. see how the story goes in. Yep. The other thing that's really good about it is you can see cause and effect. Good. Right? So instead of just hap- having one event happen mm-hmm. and then the next happen and then the next, you want your film to play out organically by having an event happen and then because of that, the mm. next thing happens and because of that. So I'll, that's, give, yeah. I'll give an example. Um, at the start of my film, there's our protagonist is in a cafe mm-hmm. and then she thinks that someone outside is watching her. Mm-hmm. Um, but then like they're gone, like she looks up, but she has that feeling that someone's watching her. And then in the next scene, she's, you know, walking home. Right. Mm-hmm. So I could just have it that, you know, the thing happens in the cafe, she sees someone and then in the next scene, she's just walking home. Sure. But what it made me realize when I looked at it and thought of cause and effect is, I could have her hurrying home, you know, because she thinks that someone's yeah. watching her. And that helps you with directing a lot as oh, well, knowing bro. what the scene is about and the context of it. And that helps actors as well. So just knowing how each scene plays into the next mm-hmm. and the effect on the story and the characters helps tenfold. I think, and that's like when I was, you know, a thing that's, you know, I keep little things from like screenwriting class and stuff like that, like, in my mind when I write not more so for this one because it's a bit different like the one that I'm doing now but usually you know it's um what you were saying what did you say cause and effect for me it's like question and answer yeah you know you ask a question 
you have to answer it kind of thing. Yeah. And it's the exact same thing that you I feel like that can be slightly different. Though, it can be, you but can like ask a in question that mind. doesn't need to be answered until later on. Sure, 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 sure. But if you, yeah, or in my head when I'm talking about like scene by scene or beat by beat, if you, what I'm thinking is what, yeah, what yeah. you're saying kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, brilliant, man. Yeah. Um, e- even if there's not a lot of progress, if you've thought about it, there's progress, bro. Yeah, that's true. Mm. Um, uh, that's, why this podcast is really helping me just mm. because I'm like, I want to bring new progress each week. Um, additionally, you were kind enough to show me the Osmar Bible. Mm. So I've been using that as a reference. Brilliant. Building up my Bible. Cool. Um, it's very satisfying just putting it together. It and is, Making man. it look aesthetically pleasing. Fuck, it helps. Yeah. Throughout the whole process, even now. Yeah, for mm. sure. So I wrote a director's statement, but I'll probably be tweaking it as I go. Cool. Um, I'm really excited to get a proper once I get like a proper beat sheet and just a synopsis and idea of how the story is going to be overall and the characters. Yep, I'm going to give Lockie that information and then he'll give me some concept concept art, art. which I'm super excited for because he's bloody be so good, cool. man. You've good. seen what he's done with me. He's very good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm very excited to just see some visual representations of things that are in my mind right now. And the concept art helps as well. It's yeah. helped Lauren with her costume. Um, designing and it's helped my production designer as well so you know again these things from the very start will help you all the way up until filming and even post so Mm. it's good man yeah what other stuff was that about it Um, I think that's about it like I'm trying to just oh I will talk about one thing that's not completely correlated but Mm -hmm. still kind of is that's productivity so I've Mm -hmm. been trying to use my phone less cool because I find that what happens is I have my phone you know, next to me and while I'm working on something and then, you know, you, <laughs> you pick it up and you do the death scroll and then before you know it, you've wasted a few hours. Yeah, that's me. Every time I come home from work, I sit on the toilet for about an hour and a half yeah. and just scroll. It's bad, hey. Yeah. Um, even like when you wake up in the morning and go on it and then like yeah. an hour's gone past, you're like, oh. Yep. So like my average screen time is about five hours per day. If Fuck, should I even check? That's if I'm just at home, you know what I mean? If I'm like out working or something, it's not too bad. Mm. Um, But I'm trying to get it down to two hours a day. Yeah, right. So I found what helps me is to put it in a drawer in another room where Mm -hmm. I'm not working. Mm -hmm. Because a few times I found that the habit is so strong in my mind. And I'm sure a lot of you can relate to this because this Mm. is sort of a generational issue. The habit is so enforced in my mind that like, a few times I found myself like walking into my bedroom, like looking for the phone. Yeah. But having that secondary barrier of it being yeah. in a drawer, I Physical stopped myself well. and I was like, oh, like I shouldn't. Yeah. Like, yeah, you know sweet. I mean? But the thing about addiction is like. I was about to say, bro, it's a fucking addiction. It is 100%. It is, yeah. um, it, addiction catches you because at first, the first few days when you're trying to do something, you have the willpower to stop yourself. Yeah. But it's when you start to sort of you get busy with other things and you're not putting that mental strength into like breaking the habit. Yeah. Yeah. And that's when you find yourself slipping back into it. So what I'm sort of, and maybe you guys can give me some advice on this. If anyone had any tips, that'd be great. But what happened was I needed my phone. Um, so just like I, so I'm doing some work with Warner brothers tomorrow. Oh, fucking just flex, mate. Nothing too crazy. Just in their office. Sorry, gun. Helping them move furniture and stuff. You're getting paid, right? Yeah. Warner Bros and getting paid? Mate. Look at you go, making moves, brother. Yeah. Um, Just helping them move stuff in the office, nothing too crazy. Still. Um, But like I 
you know, I'm always checking, there's different Facebook groups that you can apply for different film jobs and stuff like that. And I'm always applying yep. for things or like I needed to, when I applied for that and they were ringing me and like saying, you know, check your emails, we'll send you through like a contract to sign and stuff. So I had to have my phone on me and I had to be checking it and going yeah. on stuff. And then when you do that and then, you know, the Instagram notification comes through and you click on that and then an hour has gone by and you're scrolling and I Don't almost... You, sorry, yeah, continue. I was just going to say, I almost feel like it would be good if social media added a feature where you can turn off the main homepage scroll and you can just Ooh, message people. That, okay. would, that would help because like I need, I need my phone for work and that's the issue I'm facing. I can't completely just put it away forever. Mm. Um, but then when I do go on it, I find myself getting distracted a lot of the time. So if you guys have any tips for ways I can sort of get around that habit, that'd be very useful. What about like an Apple Watch or something like that? Because you can see the notifications, but you can't scroll. You know what I mean? And mm. if you really need to, then you can see it on your watch and then go onto your phone and kind of mm. do it. And you can reply off the phone as well if you need to. Can't if you uh, No, not oh, if not on Instagram. On like normal text, text messages and stuff you can. Right. But then you get to kind of filter, you know, what right. you're, you're going to respond to and what's important. There's your notification That's problem. That's actually not a bad idea at yeah. all. Yeah, there's your notification. I mean, you can always do the computer, but then again, you can still scroll on the computer. Yeah. Um, for example, it's Facebook. You can you can separate the messenger from the actual Facebook yeah, itself yeah. and just use the messenger aspect but of it. But like my top two culprits of what I use the most are YouTube and Messenger. Okay. So deleting Facebook wouldn't help a lot. I think maybe I should, I should probably just mute all the group chats. Maybe. <laughs> um, which I, I have muted a few of my group chats. Yeah. Um, actually muted our film group fair enough because man. it was like it just goes off sometimes yeah, yeah. someone someone I get too says involved i get too emotional manny says he hates <laughs> david f sandberg and we just fucking go <laughs> manny hates everyone manny hates everything except sbs on demand manny, <laughs> <laughs> manny, manny versus the world manny versus the, the world brother fucking he does that vomit react it's his favorite fucking <laughs> emoji bro i'll tell you uh, that guy um but yeah. Is that it for your progress? Yeah, yeah. That's good, man. At least you're putting some thought to it and, um, you know, you're making strides in your mind. Yeah. So out of 10, probably another seven out of 10 week. Sounds good to me, brother. My progress this week. Um, it's just been little bits and pieces. You know, we have um, 50 days until shooting date. So I was a bit stressed last week. I'm not going to lie because I felt a lot that was out of my control. Um, this week was about getting back into control and you know controlling what i can control and what i can't not worrying about because that's not up to me so basically what i have done this week is booking meetings and i think for my own mental health and <laughs> sanity when it comes to this progress that was the key i have a meeting with my with lucas first ad um connor Cine, and lexi on monday night and that i think will calm myself down because i'll finally know what exactly we're going to be shooting and what the go with 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 um extras is because that's the main thing i'm fucking stressing about it's the whole dealing with so many extras on set and if we're going to need them for both days what are, am i going to have enough for both days kind of thing um, so that's good. That's for Monday night. That's sorted. Um, um, what is your process for getting extras? Sorry. Um, my process for getting extras, um, I've done a star now thing and I've just had people kind of applying over the, you know, last couple months, uh, sorry, the last 
couple weeks. I think I posted like two weeks ago or something like that. Is so it just going to be Star Now? Star Now, I then also was got in contact with the guy from AFTT okay. and the head of whatever, and he's put a thing up on his like okay. board, but nobody's really contacted me yeah. except for like a couple people. Do you have a process for kind of trying to filter them out or check that they're actually going to rock up? Because sometimes like yeah, you get people that... Just yeah, but that's, that's the thing. You just have to overcompensate with the amount of people yeah. that you put on these things because you know people aren't going to show yeah. up. So that's what I'm like stressing about. I mean, I got friends and family that will definitely come, yeah. but it's like, I don't want to bring them to both days because they're doing yeah, me yeah, a yeah. favour with rocking up okay. and two like 10 hour days is yeah. fucked. So I'm like, I'd rather have all the extras there on like one day and then on another day do something that doesn't require them or as much as we can do without extras, you know what I mean? But unfortunately I don't think that's going to be possible, but that's what I'm going to try figure out Monday night. So that's that. Um, I have been in contact with two girls that are possible Persian singer um, candidates and um, one, they both responded and both seemed keen. I got those through Taha, who's one of the actors. Um, he gave me some recommendations and I contacted them via Star Now. And they both seem real lovely. So it's basically whoever gets back to me first um, gets the gig. Um, but that's good that I finally got leads on that because for the longest time I didn't. Um, I've set out rehearsal days uh, for two days next week where I'll go through blocking basically in character work and, you know, once I finish these two days, everything would have entirely been blocked. Well, I like to, when I write, I try and write as much blocking as possibly can, just so it's easier, you know, when it comes to acting it out. Yeah. Like, for example, that um, balcony scene, well, now in the garden scene, which I um, changed. The, I, there's a lot of blocking that you will see in the action. Like, he walks back, he stops pacing, like, all these things which just make it so much easier for them when they are actually acting um, and I try to do that as much as possible. So it's basically just about acting that out. Everybody kind of getting an understanding of like spatial dynamics and stuff like that. Um, and a little more character work, you know. I mean, we basically did a lot of character work in the table read, but um, even more and getting deep into the characters and really them embodying the characters, standing up and physically embodying the characters instead of just like talking through your character, which is what they were doing on the table read. So it would be good. I'm really excited. Hopefully Jay, when I get in contact with him, is going to come around and um, to the rehearsal days and film the behind the scenes thing. Um, I'm currently still working out a date for a second recce. Me and Lexi already recced, but now that we have a new PD and a new Cine on board, I want to take them around um, just to show them and they can ask any last minute questions and in their mind kind of come to the conclusion of what they need to do with certain locations. So I think we are going to, we're going to do it on the Sunday, but hold on. No, we're going to do it at the end of the month, but Connor's trying to figure out a date that he's able to do because he has a shoot that is now going to carry on over that date or something like that, um, which is fine. So we're doing that. I've set up a PD, uh, sorry, an art department call with the PD, the hair and make. oh, sorry, not hair and makeup, but I will add her into the chat. So PD, costume, PD assist, PD assist, um, Lexi, and hopefully makeup and hair and um i'll have those that call i think that's on like may 1st or something like that so that's good just to get a progress update on what everybody's doing um luca is still building my tent um and he's basically waiting on 
the PD to contact him in terms of like material to put over the tent so he can like finish it basically and do what he needs to do before he goes away. Yeah. Um, so that's good. Um, Maddie, my makeup and hair artist, sent me um, a brief for all the extras. Um, uh, like because we're not going to do um, makeup for them. Um, yeah. We're going to get them to come with their makeup and hair done already. Um, and same goes with kind of like costumes for the extras. Like we, we'll get them all to wear, for example, men button up. That's another thing I'm worried about is mm. I've seen all these people apply for the extra roles and most of them are women. And it's like, I need majority men <laughs> to bulk hire these like um, suit jackets and shit like right. that, which is Lauren's idea, which I think is fantastic. Right. Yes. Um, whereas girls, you have to individually hire all of those dresses, and especially for extras, that's so another you're thing. Provide the, the suits and the yeah, dresses. yeah, yeah. So we're gonna get them. I think the idea is to bring their own undershirt, like a white button up or something like yeah. that, and then Lauren will like hire. Shit, I don't know. It will look good in the background seeing the dresses, though. Like oh, 100%. Like, I, I think the ratio, like, men to women, say if there's, like, 50 extras or whatever, it will be, like, I don't know, 35 men, 15 women or something like yeah, that. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, Your so that... Typical nightclub ratio. Yeah, bro, yeah, literally, <laughs> hey. Literally, literally. Um, but, yeah, that was good. Um, our official poster as well got made and that was released online and stuff like that. So yeah, that, that it was our first official poster and the idea behind it, it wasn't supposed to be anything massive. We, Me and Lockie really love the ideas of those minimalistic yeah, kind like of posters and you see those, like all these big blockbuster films have a rendition of their poster into this minimalistic kind. So we're like, I love okay. the one you did for Stain as well that just had the... Yeah, 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 yeah. That was Lockie as well. Yeah. So, mate, he's fucking incredible. Oh, another thing. Another thing that I'm going to mention that I don't actually have written on here is that, I, I don't know if I told you, you know the CGI opening shot? Did I tell you this? I so I was originally going to go on Fiverr and see, and I still, maybe if it doesn't work out, am. But um, Lockie, I, I actually had an idea. I'm like, Lockie's so good with this in-game shit like that he does where he goes in-game and takes photographs and stuff like that. I'm like, for some reason or another, I'm like, maybe Lockie can do this opening scene for me. So I contacted him and he's like, bro, I've done it three or four times. I've been using this. Uh, have you heard of Blender? Yeah, he's like, I've used Blender three or four times. Let's give it a crack. Mm -hmm. So he's going to try and do this opening shot for me completely CGI Whoa. himself. And he's What is the shot? What's it? It's all it is, is it's a tent alone in the vast desert. Okay. And it's just a slow zoom in, basically. <sighs> Anyways. I think, yeah, I think you could make that look convincing. Yeah, 100%. So, Lockie, this is what he had in a couple hours, right? Um, Let's see this. This is like, this very, yeah, okay. like, very start. Yeah, yeah. But I'm like, if he can do that. Yeah. And it, he has literally, we can have, this is the very last thing we put into the film. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, he has months and months and months to work on yeah, this. Yeah. Like, and I've he's seen some crazy stuff that people have made. Yeah. And he's editing it as well. So he decides when it goes on, but bro, Lockie's a godsend. Wait, keep talking. I'm going to try and find something. Yeah, for sure. I think I saw in one of those programs. So Lockie is a godsend. Like he is a fucking jack of all trades, man. He's done my poster, done my concept arts. Like, he's doing the CGI. He's, um, I told him I'll, I'll pay him for the CGI shot as well. Mm -hmm. um, and he's, he's editing as well. Like he's fucking 
he's insane and like it's yeah. not even his first job so um like he does the real estate photography or whatever but then the last piece piece of progress and i don't know if i mentioned this but i visited the centennial park rose gardens and um where i've come to the conclusion that that is where the last uh scene that i needed to figure out is going to be shot mm -hmm. um it originally was a balcony and then it was a rotunda and now we are filming in the rose gardens and the rose well i mean we're waiting to hear back from the permit fingers crossed it all goes well but it's beautiful man and like it has a laneway that they can like walk up and spots for us to put lights here and there and just looks absolutely pardon me magical so Fingers crossed we hear back and it's all good news from the permit. Um, and that, I think, is my progress. Lovely. Yeah, that's my progress. And um, I can't find the thing. That's all right. But yeah, no, it's, um, yeah, a lot, a, a, lot, a lot has happened. I mean, I guess every week I'm only doing as much as I can. I think once these meetings are like done and I can just concentrate on rehearsals and then may I have... Um, I want to do a bit of staging with Connor if we need to practice any of the the shots and stuff like that. And then I'll yeah. eventually get a call with the camera department as well. So, you know, you guys can get talking and figure out what all your roles are and shit like that. So, um, but yeah, it's, 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 um, it's been funny because literally everybody has been away. Like yeah. all of my heads of departments have been away. Like Mariah, PD went on like a cruise. Lauren's still traveling the fucking globe like since December she's been traveling the globe um and then Connor has been away as well for Easter but now everybody's back except Lauren so mm -hmm. I was like to Lauren as well I was like can you please just tell me for my own sake what your plan is because she gets back April 24th right I'm like don't have a while you don't have a long time well, what are you gonna do and she wrote out a big thing for me so okay I trust her and um yeah that's my plan man anyways I think that's um if for that little segment of the, the the podcast and now we get into the dependent variable it is called the dependent variable because just like in a science experiment the dependent variable is the variable that changes each time and this segment changes each week dan what are we talking about this week today we're talking about movie trailers which movie ones are good which trailers. ones are bad exactly and why exactly and i wrote a couple things of which we can Me talk too. about and i think this is how we're going to structure it. tell me if i'm wrong but we're going to do what makes a good movie trailer? Yes. We talk about that first. We talk about a, a talk about a good trailer that resulted in a good movie. We then talk about a good trailer that resulted in a bad movie, and then a bad trailer that resulted in a good movie. What do you reckon? Sounds like a plan. I reckon we do it like one by one. So you say what makes a good movie trailer. I say what makes a good movie okay. trailer, and we just go back and forth. Yep. But to you, Dan, you know, movie trailers can not only impact who's going to see the actual film but there is art in making a good movie trailer itself this is true this is true and for you man what what kind of makes a good movie trailer that you want to see or that will get you to go and sit your butt down at the cinemas and watch the flick well just touching on what you said there's also a certain formula that goes into making a good trailer mm. like you sent me that video. <laughs> the video how to make a hollywood yeah blockbuster. there's a video that basically shows that there's a template that they use for like 90 percent of hollywood blockbusters. did you write it down no oh well, it's right like okay so yeah, 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 yeah. it's funny go search it up on youtube yeah mm. um but so what makes a good trailer is 
it doesn't reveal too much, but it's yeah. captivating. It makes you interested. Yep. Um, I think you can get away with showing less with something that's less a is franchise. More. You know. Oh what I mean? right. Okay. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah what yeah. you said, but also yeah. like you know what I mean. If it's like say oh, new Star Wars trailer, mm. like oh, I guess we're gonna talk about this more later, but. You can just, you know, show a lightsaber and people are going to get excited. Oh, dude. As opposed My to lightsaber like, goes up when I see a lightsaber roller. Um, but, you know, you can't, if you're making an original movie, you can't just show a weapon Dark and people side. are going to get excited. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. You have to give sure, a bit more. But sure. I think you still can get away with not revealing the whole plot and just bringing people in with something that looks interesting. Sure, because it's, it's pieces of pop culture that yeah. everybody is known to and shit that people can get excited for. Like you said, a fucking lightsaber, you yeah. know? I get you. Yeah. Um, giving promise that is delivered on in the film mm. is very important. Um, nobody likes when a trailer shows. I hate when they show shots in trailers <laughs> that look really cool and then it doesn't actually appear in the Marvel film. Marvel sometimes do that. Yeah. But to do it to subvert exit. Like, yeah. like, for example, that shot in the Infinity War trailer yeah. where the Hulk was running and it's just not in the film. Yeah. They do and that too. To mention Star Wars again, in the episode seven trailer, they show this really cool shot of Kylo Ren going out into the forest and lighting his lights. Oh, with the Knights of Ren behind him? No, no, it's just him in the forest. Right, okay. He just walks out and he's like... Yeah. But they never included that in the film. Sure, sure, sure. Um, Also, good use of sound design. You know, they always pick... that too, yeah. uh, One of the things they talk about in the blockbuster template is Mm. they'll take like an iconic pop song and make it... Subvert. Yeah, yeah. Make it sound like... spin me (laughs) right around, baby. (laughs) They just make it sound depressing or interesting or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, And just like sound effects and stuff. Like I love... Sound editing as well. Mm. I love when they do something cool with the intro logo, like... In the new trailer for Talk To Me, which I'm very excited uh, about. Yeah, yeah, Rucka yeah. Rucka's new feature film coming out. Yep. Um, the A24 logo. When it's like yeah, with the, the hand. That's like, epic. I love that sound design. How you hear yeah. the voice like the... Uh, uh. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah, yeah, yeah. The what, sorry? The, uh. <laughs> 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 I feel yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, sure. but no, I thought that was great. Yeah. Um, yeah, what, what about you? What things do you think? Yeah, so I have number one is sound editing. When they edit to the beat, yeah, oh, yeah, brother. Or l- like you said, renditions on well-known tunes or themes. You know, we'll get to the Star Wars, like how they play the nostalgic Star Wars theme, but yes. make it more grand and epic and stuff like that. Or they take yeah. a song that everybody knows and play it in like a trailer with a totally different tone, but change the tone of the famous song to the tone of the movie. And that I think it's fantastic. Um. I said also not giving too much away because yeah. that happens way too much. Yeah. Um, now, the thing that happens, especially with Marvel's Marvel trailers these days, is they try and sell you on the amazing VFX. And usually yeah. these VFX shots are massive fucking spoilers on the movie or a plot point or something. And they just, they try get you on uh, on what could be not what the actual story is like. Oh, I don't know. I could go so much into the, like tease the fuck out of cameos and trailers and stuff like that. I was going to say, have you noticed that um, Marvel at one point they were pumping out like three or four trailers for each movie, but I think they've pulled back a little bit. And I don't like that. One or two. Now. I hate the different variation. Just put one trailer out. I agree. Yeah. And then maybe do, two. Do one trailer, but then like if you need to do like, deliverables do like a 15 second version of that but well, don't do show TV spots TV spots but do it of the one trail yeah. or two don't do three fucking four yeah, five six many. leading up too many 
gives too much away. Definitely. And it's like, by the time you've fucking ended it, you've given the whole film away. Yeah. Um, another one for me is subverting expectations. As yeah. well, you think something's going to happen and then it doesn't. Like, or something so shocking, it's like, whoa, I need to see this. For example, I'll get into this when Luke Skywalker said, no matter what your thoughts are about The Last Jedi, that trailer when it ends and he's like, it's time for the Jedi to yeah. end. Yeah. And people are like, what the fuck is this? We need to go see it. Yeah. Or in... um. Uh, in one of the Fast and Furious trailers where like Han comes back and it's like, yeah. why? Like, that's so stupid, but I'm going to see it. And that movie ended up being fucking terrible. But like... Which one was that? Eight? Nine? The one where they fucking go into space. Oh yeah, nine. Yeah, I think... Yeah. And then, uh, like I said for me, a good song. A good yeah. song everybody knows, but maybe like change the tone of it or something like that. Yeah. But everybody can... Because you can remember it like when you think of the trailer that song comes to your head you see you you listen to that song and the trailer comes to your head you know you go side by side kind of thing that's what makes a good movie trailer for me now we've seen a, our fair share of good movie trailers um for different types of movies but i'm going to ask you what is a good movie trailer that you've seen that's delivered into a good movie yeah um so i've got a couple here tell me um i put avatar 2 I really, I don't think it's the best movie, but I yeah. think it's good. And I think uh, yeah. the trailer delivered on what they promised. Yeah. You know, um, I really like the soundtrack they have. It's very like dreamy and like, yeah. just I, I have it world. on, I have a Spotify sound, uh, Spotify uh, playlist and it's just a bunch of soundtracks and I got the way of water theme. So yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. It kind of just, the trailer just shows you a little bit, you know, shows you the themes. Like it's going to be about family. Yeah. 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 Um, has, yeah, it just shows the beautiful visual effects, of course, because sure. that's what Avatar is all about. Exactly. Um, yeah, it's just just takes you into that world, makes you want to be there, and 100%. makes you want to pay twenty dollars or however I much agree. movie I tickets agree. are now. Yep. Um, another one was Dunkirk. Right. Again, yeah. Really, yeah. Yeah. Um, takes you into that world. It's got like the clock ticking sound effect, which yeah. always. Good sound design, brother. And That's same with the new Oppenheimer to. trailer. I was just about the, to the say timer. that. That's yeah. really cool. Um, Chris Nolan and his countdowns. Chris Nolan's great. Mm. Yeah, everything to do with his movies to do with fucking time. Yeah, no that's true. What. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, that's that's very true. Yeah. Um, Hereditary has a very good trailer. Yeah, but it's just such a good movie. It's hard not to make a good trailer for it because it's just you know yep. it's it's a trailer that shows how creepy mm -hmm. the movie is. Yep. Um, but another thing they do is they they make it look like a certain character is in it a lot more than they are. So it sort of subverts oh, expectations yeah. Subver in that way. Where do they do that? Where they tease the fuck out of a character and they're not in it for what? Oh, June. When oh. they tease the fuck out of Zendaya being in it and she's yeah. in it for like 10 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. They also did it with, um, this is my next film that I was going to mention. Mm -hmm. They did it with Godzilla. Because they make it look like Brian Cranston's a main character, mm. and then they kill him off really quickly, which mm. upset Spoiler. me because he's an excellent actor and he should have yeah. been in that a lot more for sure. Um, but that's a great trailer because they hold off showing Godzilla. Which one? The first one? Yeah, Godzilla. Oh, as in like the yeah, not yeah. King of Monsters. No, one. no, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because um, yeah, they just they build up the suspense and they only show him at the very end of the trailer. And then I love the sound effect when the title comes up. It's like. It sounds like he's raw, but it's like electronic a little I bit. Like it, it sounds so cool. Yep, yep, yep. Um, yeah, so great sound design, good suspense, everything exactly. you want. Yeah. And that's your list? That's, yeah, good movies. I have some honourable mentions. I'll write, uh, I'll say before I give you my good trailer, good movie. So some honourable mentions for some fantastic fucking trailers that I've seen. And I went on a good little um, 
rabbit hole yesterday when I was researching for the podcast and I just, dude, each of these trailers gave me goosebumps, Um, especially the one which I'll say at the end. Some honourable mentions, Wakanda Forever, the first trailer with the the No Woman No Cry when that song is playing over. And bro, every time I watch that trailer, trailer. I fucking like... I choked up every yeah, time because yeah. that shit hit me hard. I remember like the shot with the baby in the water and stuff. It's yeah. just so well done. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's like the whole like circle of life. Yeah, you know? yeah. And just the the deep impacts that film and the themes and just Chadwick's presence you could feel yeah. in that trailer. Yeah. And he wasn't even in it. Yeah. Um, so that was amazing. And they did deliver on that, I must say. Oh, they did. 100%. Yeah, they definitely did. Another one, the Logan trailer, where yeah. leading up to that, Wolverine, all the Wolverine movies were very action-packed. And don't get me wrong, Logan still is. But they had the Johnny Cash yeah. Hurt song um, playing over the top. And it's a complete tonal change to the character of Wolverine. Subverts expectations, right? The song is totally like... You're, you're now seeing Logan in his, like, retired years and the song is just so far from different from tone for what the actual movie is. It's like, fuck, this is Logan like I've never seen him before. I've got to yeah. see the movie. That was a fantastic one. Um, the Last Jedi was an honourable mention trailer. Mm-hmm. Um, just fantastic. Like what I just said, that yeah. it's time for the Jedi to die. Um, the Force Awakens had a really good trailer as well. Again, playing on the nostalgic tunes and themes of the, you know, Star Wars. And they had to do that. It was the first thing, piece of Star Wars content people have seen since the prequels, right? Um, another one, Endgame and Infinity War. Mm-hmm. Dare I say Obvious more. Reasons, like, it's yeah. just fucking amazing. Um Civil War when yeah. Spider Man showed up oh, at the yeah. very end, but that again, I feel like they should have saved that for the cinema. Yeah, scene. that's another thing where I kind of like goes against with what I was saying. Kind of like um, they just uh, advertising, yeah, like and the advertising one cameos more so the actual story, yeah. and then every one of Jordan Peele's kind of trailers. Yeah, they're good because they're just as suspenseful as the movie itself. Yeah. Um, but the one that one I will say, good trailer, good movie. It wasn't the best movie I've ever seen, but it was a good movie. And this is the best trailer I have ever seen. And I know is Austin's favourite as well, is the Godzilla King of Monsters trailer. Really? I don't know if you've seen I it. I can't remember it's what a, it is. It has, um, uh, what, uh, what's the, it's not What a Wonderful World. What's the other one? What a Wonderful World. What's the other one? The one that goes side by side with A Wonderful World. Oh, fuck, I've got to get it up. That's fucking annoying me. Hold on one second. You can cut this I can't out. remember the... Oh, Somewhere Over the Rainbow. Okay. It has Somewhere Over the Rainbow, but like in epicness. Okay. Like it changes that song to an epic Somewhere yeah, Over... Yeah. i got to show you the trailer, man. It okay. is me and Austin's favourite trailer of all time. Yeah, wow. Um, and that movie I saw by myself and I'm like, this is a good movie. I'm like, I you're not going in there for the humans. You're going there for the big kaiju fights. Yeah. And um, that was, for me, a good trailer that delivered a good movie. Mm-hmm. Now let's talk a good trailer that delivered a bad movie. Okay. So sorry to do this to you, Josh, but yep. I think DC are the kings of making good trailers for bad movies. So I only actually have two examples. Be careful what you say here. <laughs> They're both DC movies. <laughs> so I was going to slam Batman vs Superman first, but I was like, you know what? The, the trailer did actually deliver on what they set up, mm. like what they promised. Mm-hmm. So I can't slam it too much. Um, 
But yeah, it was just a good trailer. It showed that there were going to be like deeper, you know, political sure. themes and whatnot, sure, which sure, they did sure. deliver on. But have I you seen the extended cut of Batman vs Superman? I think I have actually. It's yeah. so much better, bro. Yeah, but it's like you can't just. Zack Snyder loves to just add length to his movies and by adding slow motion and making his yeah. films two times longer. Yeah. Sure. I also I think it's easy for Zack Snyder to make good movie trailers because every shot looks like it's from a comic book, oh, so you just slam a few of them in sure, there. Sure, sure, Have sure. you watched um, Watchmen actually? Yeah, I watched that trailer. That's very good. I mm. think I need to rewatch that because I watched it when I was young. I need to rewatch like it as well. Hundred percent. Mm, beautifully shot. Um, but the one that really upsets me is this: the first Justice League movie. No. Oh, okay. The the Suicide Squad Comic Con trailer. Have you seen it? With um, well, David Ayer's yeah, Suicide yeah. Squad. But the first trailer, the Comic Con one. Um, I think so. What song did, is it? One of the. It's like the that the joke was on me. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yep. 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 Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. It's yeah, like yeah. really haunting. Sure. Sure. Like, sure. I like that movie. It's the perfect tone. Like, just makes it look like it's going to be something dark. And, like, I was just so excited for it. And then at the end, it's got, you know, Joker. Yeah. I'm just going to hurt. Yeah. 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 Um, And, yeah, it was just, like, perfect, you know, set up. Yeah. And then the movie was... No, they released a second trailer. And I think they saw what Marvel was doing. And, you know, the success of Guardians of the Galaxy. And they're like, oh... We've got a, a movie about a team of outcasts. We've got to make this a bit goofier. So you watch the second trailer and it's got Bohemian Rhapsody. In yeah, it that's what I was thinking of. Yeah, first, and it's yeah. like, you know, different tone completely. Like, sure. okay, what is this? And then I think what I heard is that that um, production company that edited the trailers actually edited the movie. Mm. And I feel like you can really feel that in the movie because sure. it feels very much... Very montage and like trailerish. Like sure. it just sort of there's scenes that just there's a catchy song over it and it's like montage. You just things yeah, happening yeah, and yeah, then yeah. you know there's a pause and someone says a line and then okay. the music I comes in again. It's very snappy. You, did you like I don't the know first people, Suicide Squad? Yeah, the second one's a lot better. Yeah, I know that. I didn't that? mind the first one and I like I rewatched it not recently but maybe like a year ago to just hear what everybody was like hating on it. I liked it. I, I tried to rewatch it, couldn't get through it. Okay, just, fair enough, fair enough, I just, fair enough. I don't know, I like, and this is my main issue with Rise of Skywalker as well. Mm. I like when a movie takes the time to bring you on the emotional journey with the characters, right? So, for example, Rise of Skywalker starts with Kylo Ren in the village, like slaughtering the villagers, right? Do you mean Force Awakens? No, 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 this is Rise of Skywalker. Okay. It starts with a slow motion sequence of him like, okay. killing a bunch of guys. That's right, yeah. And then, like, when I heard, because I think I heard leaks about the story before I actually watched it, and I heard that it starts with him committing genocide. And I was like, whoa, we're going to get, like, this sick, like, 15-minute opening where it's, like, showing how frustrated he is after mm. the events of The Last Jedi. Mm-hmm. And we're going to go through that emotional journey with him sure, and sure, feel sure. it and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And then you go- watch the movie. It's him slicing some guys in slow motion. The next shot is them dead on the floor mm. and then the next shot is him holding the thing and then it cross fades to him flying to Exegol. I'm like, mm. are you serious? I wanted to see this whole sequence. I wanted to feel his anger. I wanted to like go on that emotional journey with him and we've just skipped across the story. And the whole movie was like that, just jumped through. It was too fast paced. I didn't feel like I was on a journey with sure. these characters. It just felt like a glorified movie trailer and I couldn't, I couldn't feel the best scene for me was there's a scene. I think it's 
um, when Poe is talking to that other bounty hunter on a rooftop. Sure. And they're just talking about like what the rebellion is and the stakes and stuff. And it was just like a human moment between two characters. And I was yeah. like, this is halfway through the film and this is the first scene I'm actually feeling something. Mm. And that was just pretty upsetting to me. Fair enough. I actually had Rise of Skywalker as my good trailer bad movie. Um, I don't yeah. mind the movie. I know a lot of people don't like it though hence why i said good trailer bad movie that is also one of the best trailers i've ever seen it's a great trailer the dun, 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 the music, yeah. dun. and it's like bro i cried every time just tears would come out when i was like i'm taking one last look at my friends and a c3po looking at oh, yeah. the gang i'm getting goosebumps like but literally see, everything they set up to be emotional was just counteracted in the movie like the scene where you think uh, Chewbacca dies. Mm. That would have been like a powerful emotional mm. moment. And then in the next scene, he's fine. Mm. And then also they did it with Princess Leia in um, episode eight. You think she dies and then she's fine. And then they made you think that uh, Finn was going to sacrifice himself and then he's fine. Yeah. It's like you can't keep putting your characters in turmoil and making them think they're going to make an emotional I, sacrifice. Yeah. And then they just brought back. It feels cheap. It feels unwarranted, you know. I like those movies, and I think why I like those movies is the nostalgia. If I think too hard about the story, then maybe I'll. Yeah, think but I grew up with the Star Wars movies as well. Of course, just, but yeah, 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 for yeah, a hundred percent. And I um, I think as a cohesive trilogy, not that great because of all the fucking studio politics, and yeah, that's why that's DC exactly hasn't done well as well because yeah. of studio interference, you know. And the whole thing about you know it was JJ Abrams and then it wasn't JJ Abrams and then it was JJ Abrams again. You know what I mean? It's just three different tones entirely. And the th whole third movie was about trying to fix the th fucking Last Jedi because of the crowd reaction. It was a mess. I still liked all the movies, but. You know, it could have been better as a trilogy. And hopefully, you know, with the things that were released this week or the announcements of um, the Star Wars um, movies coming out, Dave Filoni directing mm. um, the Mandalorian finale movie thing. I have faith in him. I have He's faith in Dave good. Filoni as well. Because he understands the story and what it's about and all that. I'd, I have faith in James Mangold as well. Yeah, he's Did very Logan, good too. Yeah. Doing, he's riding one of Ford James Gunn's... Ford vs. Ferrari as well. Ford vs. Ferrari. He's doing Swamp Thing for James Gunn's new DC universe. Mm -hmm. And Indiana um, Jones. He's done Indiana Jones. He's going to crush that. I think it's like Dawn of the Jedi or some shit like that. Oh, really? Wait, what is it? A standalone? It's a standalone film based on how the Jedi came about and how the oh, Force cool. came about. Like way 200 like years before everything. Like Hasn't the Force... like? Isn't it just a thing that exists? How would it come about? I don't know. It's, it's I think it's more of just like the dawn of how the Jedi order yeah, okay, came yeah, about. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Um, and then there was one other thing. Oh, the Ray um, standalone film, which yeah. I think will be good. Um, she's a great actress, but I think she was just not given a fair chance to... Yeah, I don't have anything against Daisy. The only thing I really hope is that they just don't continue the Ray Skywalker thing. That was the one thing yeah. I didn't really like about that movie. Um, she Number one, she would have been Ray. She should have been Ray, Ray Kenobi. Um, but well, that's another thing, right? Like, they... They build they up went this back whole and arc. Forth. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They build yeah, up yeah. this whole arc that she's nobody. And that is powerful in itself. Like yeah. being like, I don't come from royalty, but I can be my own person. I can have value in another way. And then they're like, jokes, you're a Palpatine. And it just like gets rid yeah. of that whole thing that they've built up. It's just yeah, but that's, that I think that's just miscommunication between all the directors and them yeah. going to go one way and they just don't go that way. Yeah. But um, all right, what about let's end on a bad trailer, good movie. Um. Okay, I have a couple here. 
Um, and some of these, actually, all three of these movies, the reason why the trailers are bad is because they're quite hard movies to sell. Okay. So the first is Donnie Darko. Have you seen it? No. Is that with Jake Gyllenhaal? Yeah. Mm. And it's quite a strange movie, like strange tone. But it's one of those like cult classic kind of movies. Sure, it's sure, about sure. a guy who like sees visions of this rabbit that keeps... Yeah. A guy dressed That's as a right. rabbit, yeah. like telling him that the world's going to end. Sure. Um, it's been a while since I've watched it. I can't remember like the deeper themes. Sure. Yeah, I yeah, just yeah, remember yeah. it being very good. But yeah. I watched the trailer and it's just strange. Mm-hmm. Like... It, it, it feels like a movie that's weird, but almost unintentionally weird. Yeah, cool. Um, and then it has, you know, like when you watch a trailer and it has the text that will pop up, you know, like this summer. Yeah. Like one minute. This summer. Like, yeah. yeah. Um, it's just the, the words, like it just pops up and it says visions. Yeah. And then it says like, I can't remember what it says, just <laughs> one word. And it's like, why are they just what? words? Like. Have you seen Tree. there's something know. that comes up with that that, that reminds me have, you know Tommy Wiseau? Yeah. Have you seen his new movie trailer? It's that exact thing. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god, it's oh, fucking hi, hilarious. Shark. Oh hi Shark. <laughs> I can't wait. That's fantastic. I'm gonna watch that for sure. Go on. What else? Um Drive. Have you seen the movie Drive? No, but I saw when I was researching that that had a bad trailer, but I yeah, haven't seen the movie. Yeah, because it just makes it look kind of like a typical action movie, but of course the movie's sort of a slow burn. And they make um, Ryan Gosling, mm. his character's quite introverted. He doesn't, he barely talks at all throughout the yeah, whole movie. Yeah, right. But in the trailer, they make it look like he's super talkative. Okay. I don't know why they did that. They just took like all his lines in the movie and just like cut it in there. Fucking so. it. That's like, you, I, I bet you could cut all Keanu Reeves' lines in fucking John Wick into a trailer as well. Yeah, true. No. Okay, yeah. deal. <laughs> I will kill. What's that? What's that monologue he has in the first one? I don't fucking know, man. Oh, he has a good monologue in the first one. Okay, um, and then the third movie I had is Cabin in the Woods. Have you seen that? No. Oh, that is. You have to watch that. It has like it's another movie that has a really good with M Night. No, 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 no. Cabin in the one. Woods. This is an older movie. Oh, Cabin in the Woods, not Knock on. What no, is it? No, knock no. on Cabin um, Door. Or it's got shit. like Chris Hemsworth and like. Yeah. Wait. That? Oh, fucking maybe. I'll, I'll spoil a little bit. Okay. It's like about these guys. It's a. Ho- they set it up as kind of a horror movie about a bunch <laughs> of teenagers or young people who go into this cabin in the woods. Like Drew it Goddard. Seems, it seems like a cliche. The same guy movie. that did um. Uh, bad times of the El Royale. Right. Yeah. He did the Martian. So they set it up to be like this cliche horror movie where a bunch of young people go into this cabin in the woods and they're attacked by creatures. But that what they're also simultaneously showing you as the movie progresses is that there's this whole organization of people like corporate people that are actually, um, setting up these young people and putting them in different situations like they're placing bets on like how the people are going to die oh my god um, like how they're how they're manipulating each other like at one point um chris hemsworth's like oh we should stay together and then like we should stick together as a team kind of thing when things start going mm. wrong and then they press a button and this mist comes up and then goes into one of the other guys heads and he's like no we should split up and then they're like okay we should split up and one of the guys is like what that's the dumbest idea ever so you see and then they have these corporate guys have control over what creatures attack them as well yeah that reminds me of um what's it called is it nerve with james franco and it's like a Mm. similar kind of premise where people are betting on things yeah and i'll just spoil it but they end up going into this huge facility at the end which has like the horror creatures from every iconic movie ever oh shit like, like 
giant snakes, like um, I don't know, like like Leatherface, like sure. all all the different like iconic horror villains, and mm-hmm. they they get loose in this facility and start killing all the corporate right, workers. right, right, right. And then you find out the reason why. Um, Is this a spoiler for the yeah, movie? Yeah, I'm just gonna spoil it. Do you care about spoilers? Are you gonna watch it? Yeah, probably. You are gonna watch it. Maybe eventually. Okay, I won't. Yeah. Spo- I won't spoil. All right, it. good. I mean, that is kind of spoiling. Oh, but fuck. That's Sorry. all right. But no, yeah, right. it's really it didn't have a shit trailer, it. did it? Well, the thing is, it's hard to sell because you can't show... Spoil much. Yeah. You can't, yeah, you can't... Like, it's such a good twist, but you can't show that twist in the trailer without That's spoiling true. it. So they show little hints that there's other things at play. Mm. But it doesn't give you really the whole feeling that the movie's going to be as good as it is. Fair so, enough. Yeah. Is that your bad trailer good movie? That's it. My ones are two. Star Wars Episode Four. The trailer It's just so old It's so shit It's yeah, like yeah. There's no, some There's old, fall Old trailers kind of suck Yeah Luke Skywalker Starring Mark Hamill Yeah They are going to save the day I watched it yesterday I'm like oh, What the fuck is yeah. this shit mate um, And then another one Kingsman The Secret Service Yeah yeah Dude the trailer is so bad Isn't just, it It ooh. makes it look very Like typical Bond rip off Doesn't it It's just hella poor edited Oh okay. It's got a shitty pop song Yeah And it's just Bro, watch it afterwards. It's just bad. Yeah. Like plain bad. And that movie is fucking awesome. It is good, isn't it? Really? They need to do another one. They only did two, I think. They did three, but then the third, they, one, the third one is a prequel, right? It wasn't good though. I liked it. Bro, what about that fucking after credit scene? <laughs> you did like you, everything. Is there anything? Did you, you don't like? did you so is there anything I don't like? <laughs> Bruh. Anything don't, Austin likes yeah, I don't old like. Old movies. You don't like old movies yeah. that are actually good. Okay, mate. They're not good. Um but uh, what was I? What was I saying? Um, d- did you stay and watch the after credit scene of that Kingsman prequel? What was it? They introduced Hitler. <laughs> really? Yeah, oh they're like, this is the villain of the next movie, oh basically. God, and they're that. like, D-d-d-d-. and then Adolf Hitler comes out of the shadows, like what Thanos does when he's like, I'm gonna do it myself. Oh my gosh! Yeah, it was fucked. That's hilarious. Yeah, but yeah, those are my. Uh, what's it called? Bad trailer, good movies. Before we wrap up, I think Austin wanted us to mention a couple of his. Yeah. So his top five trailers he can think of in the moment, no particular order. Godzilla King of Monsters. I told you. Um, for the incredible editing and soundtrack, I will show you as soon as we cut yeah. these. Um, you guys go watch it as well. Um, Mile Twenty Two because he likes the in sync editing with when the. When he said that, I thought it was eight. Eight mile. mile. <laughs> yeah, me too. Um, and then the Rise of Skywalker. He's like Josh. You know the go, of course, man. Fucking cracker. Yep. Mortal Kombat. It. The, I looked. At, I watched it again. It yeah. is a cool trailer. Okay, right. The, the movie has cool choreography and uh, visual effects, but it's just there was no story there. They could have. You know what they should have done? Mm. Had a lot less of the characters, save them for like future movies. Yeah, and just made a more they meaningful are doing, story. They're doing number two, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, but like they used all the characters, and they have no. They're there for two seconds, and they die. Like it's fair enough. Soundtrack and sync editing, I was like, and Six Underground. Michael Bay does make good trailers. Yeah, have you seen that movie? I have. I, I liked watched it. like yeah. the third. I, I I walked into someone's place and they were watching it, and I was like. Oh, yeah, that's, that's, Bay. that's fucking yeah, Michael that's Bay, for, bro. That is a cracking trailer as well. Okay, but yeah, 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 those are Austin's off the top of his head. Um, wow, they all are kind of action films, except for Godzilla. I am not surprised. Surprised? What's Mile Twenty Two? Oh, it's uh, a some fucking movie with Mark Wahlberg. Some yeah, action, yeah, 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 yeah. Generic action. Austin's favorites. Yeah. Oh, sorry, five out of five. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Austin's not here. He can't defend himself. Such I'm a manly just like, man. I know. Look with at his him. action films. Look, he's a manly man. Got a fucking kid now. Dog. Um, 
not he's a dog, but he's got a <laughs> dog. A um, look at him. He's just, he's living life as a dad. He's turning into a dad. He's a papa. He's a papa. But um, that leads us to the end of a- uh, It's time to put a, a wrapper bow on this episode. Oh, <laughs> look at him go. He knows what's happening, mate. Good stuff. Um, well, Dan, thank you again. Crack and wake, crack thank and potty. You, my friend. And we'll be back next week, hopefully. Um, we may or may not have a guest- yet to figure that out um maybe not oh i'll see we'll have a talk about it but thank you for coming dan i appreciate it thank you josh um if you guys want to find us it's the pre-production meeting on youtube spotify apple Podcasts, and the pre-prod pod on instagram and tiktok um shout out to indy thank you so much for all your work uh behind the scenes all the social media thank you for all your editing and amazing stuff and austin thank you for coming when you can and always giving us amazing ideas and stuff for this podcast and um everybody's work we got a good thing going on so very happy with it but uh we'll catch you guys next week hopefully you like this podcast leave us comments ratings reviews everything if you liked certain trailers if you didn't like certain trailers let us know and um we'll see you guys next week thanks guys peace out thank you